In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. What is the one thing most YouTubers believe that is wrong? There's a lot. <laughs> um, probably that you need a lot of these to make a lot of money. And um, probably that views are the ultimate and most important thing to look up to the first with YouTube. Um, that's the, the thing I fight against a lot. And even example, like some will chase a trend that will get them nowhere near their goal. So I, I think everyone needs a personal goal. And then they use that goal as a benchmark to make every decision they then make against. So they'll be like, oh, I need to get loads of views. So I need to make short form and go on Twitter and go on TikTok mm. and blast as many people to my channel as I possibly can. And then you're like, why? They're like, oh, because they need to get more views. It's like you don't. You need an offer. You need a goal. And you need a dedicated community of a few thousand people. And then you can start monetizing your channel quicker, getting editors, getting a team. And you'll get so much further than just trying to be what I call a views tuber, which is basically taking what works for entertainment channels and applying it to information-based channels. Mm. So that's probably the biggest misconception that most people have mm. who I work. Gabriel's just wrote a, a chat, if you can see that, likes in cash. Do you know, um, what's his name? MJ Molina. No, who's that? He's, um, to be honest, he's, he's not that well known, but it's this JK Molina. It's this guy who uh, is growing on Twitter and he's made this quote, well known now, likes in cash. And the idea is like so many people are just optimizing for likes, for views, for subscribers, without knowing that in a weird way, they're kind of like useless metrics to track. Or in my opinion, those metrics are actually worse than useless. They're completely detrimental. And for these guys here, like if you're an entertainment YouTuber, go maximize views, uh, click through rate, watch time, retention. I think you'll agree with that. But when it comes yeah. to like educational YouTubers, seeing them autistically look at the analytics and just fuck up their own mental health every day. <laughs> like, oh yeah, the um, latest video didn't perform. Guess I'm not worthy of love. And it just hits you every day. It's just self-harming looking at that. And the thing is, even if you get lots of views in one of your videos, it doesn't actually mean it's a good thing. Because what if you just got like a bunch of, like, you know, what if you made a shit video that you're not even proud of, that people watched and they didn't even like watch properly. You attracted an audience that you didn't even want to attract anyway the view is just one metric and if i'm honest it's quite a poor metric so basically you've said that one of the biggest problems is people have a misconception with how important views are needed for a successful educational channel and you mentioned that we should set goals instead what do those goals look like 
So I like I try and give people to set goals that are sort of tangible rather than going, I want a hundred thousand subscribers, more being like, right, I want to make 30 grand a month. Mm. I want to work remotely. It's just like, all right, I want to work in time zone. Okay, that, that then means that the products you produce maybe you need to set considerations that need to be more passive than like one-to-one coaching based. Or if you want to build a team around the world, I'm not going to say that into consideration. So I I would say draw your perfect life. And then work backwards to who are the people that are going to help you hit it and then work from there. What's the content you have to make to appeal to those people so that you can then hit it. That's kind of all you need to do really. Um, if you start the content, it just becomes a mess. The second point you just made there or the second step of that, that process you said is find the team who will take you there. Can you expand on that please? Yeah. I mean, it kind of depends how far you want to go with this because it's not that hard to get, to sort of five figures a month on YouTube anymore. Um, and if I'm only honest, some people can probably get to six figures a month on YouTube on their own. Uh, you probably burn out. But really what you want to be able to do is buy your time back. Mm. So it's like you need to look for the highest leverage task that's going to move the needle towards your goal. So editing, it's, it's just not a 10x task. It's never going to move your needle fast enough. So you've got to get rid of that because it takes up so much of your time. And then you want to look at, okay, what are the tasks? I call them 10X and 2X tasks. We want to just look at the 10X tasks and say, okay, what are the tasks I need to do that will move things? And if I can't do them, who do I pay to do it? And what are the 2X tasks, which I basically just ignore or Mm. outsource to someone else. They're just not going to get you there. So the team building side of it, like I don't encourage massive team building. I think some people do it for status. They're like, oh, I've got 20 people on our team now. They're like, what the hell are you doing? You don't need that many people. But if you can get freelance editor, then the next good hire is if you can find someone to do strategy, like thumbnails and titles and practicing is a bit of a nightmare. Um, a writer is tough. I, did, I, I outsourced writing for a bit and took it back because I needed some sort of creative outlet because I'm a creative and it just wasn't capturing my tone well enough. Um, so I thought, right, I need to do certain things myself because I just get bored delegating. But after that, Really, you kind of then want to focus on the business and then the business side. So mm-hmm. I break YouTube down into three levels. There's level one. It's just all you do is your 10x tasks are getting good at filming, editing, writing, strategy, thumbnails. Forget all the business stuff. Forget everything else. Then once you've started to build a bit of a community, depends on the niche. You can start from about 3,000 views or 10,000 views. If you can hold out for cash, you can go up to 100,000 views per video if you want. But actually, a lot of people, if they're kind of They've got a good audience. They can produce an offer around three to 10,000 and start monetizing, which is going to help them then hire people. And when you're at that stage, the business stage, I call that level two. So in level two, you switch your mindset from 2X tasks and 10X tasks. So suddenly the 2X tasks are growing the channel. The 10X task is creating the product. Mm. Once you've got that product, you then just switch back to trying to get as many flipping views as you can. And most people can stay in level two forever. So Charlie Morgan, he's in level two. Like he's not making a short form. He's not trying to blow up on every platform. Mm. He's doing like a million a month. You can make him the same money in level two. And then we have level three. So this is Omozi, Cody Sanchez, Iman. They are omnipresent. They are then switching their 10X focus. It's like build a big team and use all of our money to scale everywhere. Let's blow up in short form, Twitter, be on podcasts, loads of long form videos. And then they have this one offer, which is mass market, that they just funnel everyone to. So most people try and use level three tactics at level one. Mm. And for me, it's like, don't focus on those things. Focus getting good at long form and building that community. 
and then move up the levels. Mm -hmm. So the team is going to help you do that. But that's kind of how I look at YouTube now. You need to pick your level and then go in on the right tasks to get you to the next level that you want to be. You know, I'm so glad you just said that because every now and then I'll see a YouTuber who's got like 100, 200 subscribers and he's editing his own stuff to turn it into TikToks and like fucking LinkedIn posts or something. I'm like, first of all, mate, no offense, but your content shit. Like, why would you want more people to see it on different <laughs> platforms? Like, why not just think to yourself, like, like it's, a, it's like having poor form in the gym and then putting more weight on. It's like, why don't you just start with the one movement first, improve the form, improve the technique, add the weight slowly. And then eventually you can start doing some weird one-handed barbell bench press variation that you learn on Instagram or something. But everyone is, is, um, I think from like Gar Gary V's advice and Hamozi said this recently, like, oh, okay, get it all on TikTok and then post it to, you know, content repurposing. It, it, it's so easy. You know, you've done all the work and people don't realize it still takes hours to do that. So am I right in thinking you're basically for the guys who are already posting consistently on YouTube, you'd recommend they literally just post the YouTube for like a while? Yeah. So for me, short form right now in my current stage isn't of use. So shorts, there's no external link. So it's just views. And I'm not trying to grow mm. a short form following. I kind of look at them as like slightly two different platforms. Mm. Um, and I also don't have the the time or the team or the one. I've got other goals I'm focusing on to go that direction. So I would always say like there's, there's so much stuff we can do. It, it really, the, the art of this is working out what to say no to and then only mm. focusing on those things that will move you and getting very good and not getting distracted because it's very tempting when you're like, oh, look how many views they're getting on short. So their subscriber counts going. It's like, but their goal is going to be different to yours. Um, so yeah, stay focused. The more focus you have on something, the better the result you're going to get. And then you can do weird muscle ups in the gym. When you don't <laughs> well. Like Bosu ball squat or some shit. Like just, just leave yeah. that for now, man. Just learn how to squat for now, bro. Like you, you posted seven videos. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think this probably stems from, right, is that the YouTubers don't specifically say, this is my target audience who I'm talking to. But Gary Vee had a production company and the minimum spend was like 20 grand a month. And his production company would do what he was doing. But he's telling people, do what I'm doing. He wasn't speaking to sort of like Tim. Mm. In his head, he's got an avatar. He only cares about is getting the business, right? So he's putting out this information to a wide audience. But really, it only really works for people who've had the cash to pay him or the systems in place to scale it. And it'll kind of be the same with Formosi. He's right. In a dream world, if he had all the time and stuff, doing what he do would be great. It does, but, but he's got you know, an amazing team there. He's not doing half of the work. He just films it. And it's just not really for everyone. But he's probably talking more to the kind of business owners out there who have got the cash who could do it rather than John who's just dying out. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 